Alright guys, welcome to another episode. So today, we're going to call it more of a, a courtesy spicy. episode. <laughs> Maybe a little spicy. Um, and then we're going to talk about a little bit about like communication and some courtesy actions that we can do in the field to just better help each other. And I think a lot of it stems from communication. Mm-hmm. So we've had some instances happen in the past and the current, and I'm sure it's happened to a, quite a bit of people out of the field. So let's just go ahead and uh, jump right in. Let's do it. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken. And Laura, thanks for joining for another exciting episode. Well, first, I hope that everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you guys didn't notice, we didn't have a new episode on Friday because I was busy shopping and Ken was enjoying family. (laughs) At least that's what my husband was I was just going to say it's just going to be a super hectic week. It is. And the next couple of weeks are going to be super hectic. So we can preface this as well with the month of December, we're only going to be releasing one episode a week. Mm-hmm. Um, every Wednesday, just in December, like we did last year, uh, just kind of gives us some time to be with our family, travel, do the things that we need to do, and then get back into it fresh Without for the next year. Out. Yeah. And I, I do want to preference, out. there are some things changing in life, like we've talked about before. There's some new things coming in the new, next feature. The next feature, I combined words, but the um, new future. <laughs> Or next year. I was like, whatever. what were you trying I'm, to say there? I'm was, a little tired right now. My, like, what words were you combining? A lot of them, apparently. <laughs> but in the near future, there is a there lot it coming is. up. I know, it worked out. Uh, there's still a lot coming up, and there's a lot of changes. So bear with us if you know something gets a little hectic and things don't quite get posted right away. Please just bear with us in mind that, you know, again, we're doing this uh because we enjoy it we're not getting paid or anything like that this is something that we just like to do out of our own kind of kind heart so just be a little patient with us as we navigate some of the upcoming changes within just personal lives too um but with that being said like ken said in the intro uh i call it a spicy episode he calls it courtesy episode we are talking about it's about uh, how you swing it yeah i he well, the funny thing is, you first said it was hot take, <laughs> and then you went to the courtesy. Well, because like, it is a hot take. take. It is a little hot take. Well, it's just because it probably it, it probably doesn't apply to everybody, but no. But I feel like a lot of people resonate with it, and I'm not going to say right now that I have perfect answers how to handle with any of these. And I I think this is hard to figure it out because again, this is just kind of the expectation within our field. Um, but like for me, for example. Um, navigating with coworkers, and this has been happening my whole entire career sometime, I get really frustrated when a spot opens up on my schedule and I look at it and I go, yes, I can chart. I can catch up. I don't have to chart during lunch. I don't have to wait, you know, stay a little later to chart because I can get all caught up. I can get things done. I had definitely today, like I had a reval that with a patient that I barely knew. I take all new measurements. I had a bunch of questionnaires that I had to enter for him and update a bunch of things. And that was the hour before. And so I'm thinking, oh, my patient canceled. Sweet. I've got uh, extra time to get all this and get caught up. And then someone moves over a patient onto my schedule without coming to talk to me first. And that's, I think, the first key of irritation right there is the fact that, you know, in my mind, I have things set, planned, and getting to going together. 
And this person had two patients, which usually I don't mind actually going and taking one. A lot of times I will go ask and be like, hey, my patient canceled. Do you want me to take so-and-so? And someone just moved over. I don't know if it was actually the person they were supposed to be on or what, but they moved him over, which was just kind of like, Ugh, I wish, you know, they'd come talk to me. And then, of course, their other patient didn't show up. So then they got an hour to just chart. And that was kind of the frustrating part because it's like, okay, well, you moved person over to me. And honestly, we knew the patient that was on her schedule barely ever showed up. She's hit or miss. And most of the time she's been a miss right now. So I'm like, you already kind of, th- you th- purposely, like, it felt like, okay, you purposely threw the person on who you knew was going to show up on my schedule so you could get the hour break when it was already, I was supposed to kind of get, not even a break of just, like, charting time. And it was just kind of frustrating because, again, that communication up front wasn't there. And then same thing happened later where someone moved another patient over with another patient of mine without just coming to discuss with me first, like, hey, uh, do you mind if you take so-and-so? I'm tripled here. or do you mind to take so-and-so? I see you opened up a spot, which is fine. Honestly, most of the time I'm going to say yes. I'm also going to look at the patients and be like, hey, do you mind if I take this person? Because maybe I know them better and it might be a little easier for me. Definitely if I don't know the other patient. And so like that, that happened multiple times today where things just got moved on to my schedule without me being told. Me being told, me being asked or questioned. And I've had this happen in the past a lot, and this is probably the hot take, as Ken would say, but I get very frustrated the more I've gone in this job, at least working outpatient, when something doesn't go right on, or I get an opening on my schedule when I'm outpatient, and they feel it, the PTs feel like they can just shove their patients onto me and take the charting time instead. And a lot of people will be like, oh, well, they have, you know, more notes to chart for, their notes take a lot longer. And I understand that. And honestly, I used to use that excuse a lot. But at the same time, I recognize now I'm like, they get paid more to do that. They were originally having scheduled that many patients. And just because they have more notes and more things to chart for does not mean that I should have to work harder or more for them because of the fact that the company won't schedule them appropriate documentation time. And then I don't get appropriate documentation time because of it. And so that's kind of like my hot take of frustrations. And again, the big thing of of that, though, is the communication. If people had come to me and communicated with me or asked me, I would have taken them anyway. But it's frustrating when you start to plan your day out and then people just move things over. Um, I'm sure you probably can relate also the same, Ken. Oh, Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of the times where, and just like you said, it kind of comes down to communication or just, I don't know, I guess they just have that authority status type of deal where they can just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to delegate this to you instead of me doing it. And I agree. I feel like most of the time that I will say yes, um, but it does kind of get upsetting when you see that you have an open slot and you can take care of some of your things. And I think the reason why it's been upsetting, because even in the past, when you work in a super high volume clinic, or even if it's not super high volume, but if you're back to back on patients, uh, if you have no technicians, you're always with patients, you don't really have a lot of time to chart, sometimes even at work. So what ends up happening is you end up taking your notes home, or you, or another thing, you you chart during lunch, you chart when you get home, you chart, you come in work early so you can chart. 
Some people come in early so they can do chart reviews. Like mm-hmm. there's all these things that happen where we put in more time than sometimes we're getting paid for. And I think the frustrating part is there's been moments where I've been fully caught up because I dedicate that time, either lunch or after work, whatever the case may be. And then because I'm caught up, but other people aren't, they'll throw more work my way. And it's like, I sacrificed outside time, other time, because sometimes you get paid for, you know, documenting outside of work. Yep. To be caught up and, you know, have a moment to just take care of the notes that I need that day. But nope, because other people are behind, they'll just kind of throw it over to you. Like, oh, here you go. Like, you don't have a lot of notes. Just take care of these patients. And it's like, it's because I sacrificed for that. So now I'm getting more work on top of more work. And I think that's just the frustrating. And then, like you said, like most of the time we'll say, yes, that's fine. I'll take it. I can see you have a lot of notes. But I think it just kind of comes down to that communication instead of just being thrown it, at least talk about it first. And I think that's the part, like if you go back, way back, guys, um, in some of our episodes, towards the beginning, we talk about kind of our name as a physical therapist assistant. And I feel like sometimes people really do see, like PTs, unfortunately, really see as them as a priority in the work and that we are there to take the duty off of them, which we're there to help and we're there to help the patients and assist with it. But we're not their personal assistants. Like, my job is not to make your life, your documentations fully easy. My job is to see the patients on my schedule, giving them the best care possible, following your plan of care. I am not your personal assistant to make your life easier. I, I have also things to do and duties to do. Now, I will try my best. But again, when it comes to that expectation of that's just what you're there for, or I hear all the time of just like, my schedule will be packed, and I've heard them just be like, well, just throw it on Laura. And I'm like, there's no spot to throw it on Laura. No, <laughs> like, that's not how this just goes. And again, this has been with past and, and current situations. My past was definitely worse than my current situation. Today was just one of those days that it kind of happened that was just kind of frustrating because, again, lack of communication was just there. Um, so having those multiple ones back to back, again, it might small seem small, but it just kind of was frustrating. And so it's kind of it's tough because it's like, OK, well. What like how is that going to change because of the fact that, you know. A lot of PT, definitely older PTs see it that way still of like I am there to fully technically help them. Which is not, not the really, way it should I would be. say. Yeah, I'm there to help the patients and I'm ha- there to help execute the plan of care. And so that's why, again, sometimes I feel like our name, like a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're an assistant. You're there to help me. And I'm like, I've had that told to me in the past. And I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not there to, like, if you like an assistant, you can get a personal assistant. I'm not, I'm not there to do your, your work. Um, I'm, you're, you get paid to do that. And I think that's the thing we, a lot of times we forget about is they are getting compensated to do more of that work. A very nice compensation to compare to what we get. So, 
and again, they have more knowledge and that that's also being compensated for. Um, so, you know, at the same time, I don't think it's fair just to expect if there's an opening that we just throw more on the PTAs. So. And then I think another part of communication where it's not really done verbally, but it's done writtenly. That's even a word. Writtenly. <laughs> written. In a written fashion. That I sounds know, better. Uh, is documentation. And when you're, as I say, when you're busy, I would say a lot of people's documentation is not the best. It's very vague. It's very just kind of completed just for the sake of its completion. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I've been burned one too many times on improper documentation. Agreed. Where certain things weren't marked where it's different body parts that were marked and I'm over here. And I think the bad part about that is that I end up looking bad. Like I don't know what I'm doing or that I didn't review the chart properly. And it's like in my head, I don't want to just tell them that it's the, you know, the previous person's fault. So I just kind of let them communicate with, I let the patient communicate with me their needs so then I can just kind of address it then and there. But in my head, I'm definitely like, none of that was written down. I had absolutely no idea. And now it just looks like my worth has gone down to this patient because it doesn't yeah. seem like I'm able to you complete the job. You know what's going on. Yeah. So it, again, comes down to communication of if I get it, some, you get busy, you want to complete your notes, you don't write everything down. But if there is something particular that a patient likes if there's a change in status if there's a change in body part if there's any sort of change if it's not written down at least it should be communicated verbally with your staff Mm -hmm. i think there's i forgot what the last one was i think it was like it was like a re i want to say it was like a re-eval that wasn't completed yet and it went from like an uh a neck to an elbow uh, that's this a was, this, this was like a while ago. Yeah. Um, and I go in there and I start working in the neck and then they're like, what are you doing? Like they get upset with me, genuinely upset. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, working on you? Like, what? And they're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. We're working on, we switched to my elbows. I'm like, where the heck was that? Like, I didn't see that. Like it was started, it was probably started, but like it wasn't completed yet because the patient probably came in like, evening one day and then morning the next where it was just like a short time frame where it wasn't able to be completed. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, well, I guess let me work on your elbows. But then the problem is I don't know what to do with the elbows. What are we doing? Are we doing... Because you don't know what, what's going on. Like a tennis elbow, a golfer's elbow, inside, outside. Are we doing the triceps? What are Where's we doing? Where's the pain? <laughs> so I just kind of direct with the patient. Like, all right, well, go communicate with me. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And then go from there. But... If there's big changes like that, like they should be communicated ASAP. So it doesn't look like we don't know what we're doing. Well, and the thing too is like I had, I've worked with a couple people who don't update exercise charts. And I've been jumping around from a lot of our clinics for a while, just kind of helping here and there. And when I come in and I would help, and the, I, like I'm having them doing glute sets, and then I find out that they're doing like, quick steps and lunges over BOSU and all this high intensity exercises. I'm like, 
you're literally doing quad sets, glute sets. That like this is the exercises. This is all I know. Then why like my thing is like okay, if you're not updating these, why are you throwing them onto someone else? How are they gonna know what to do? No idea. And it drives me insane that communication, like written guys, like I understand documentation sucks. Let's just be honest. It is not fun. This would be a such a perfect job if the fact that we could get if we could get rid of paperwork, then it'd be so great. I'd love this job. Like if I could get I don't rid think of it would work if we did. It wouldn't, but it'd be great. But how about, so about nice. we'll like meet halfway and get like a dedicated scribe? Fine, I'll even take that. But like my point is that like if you this job would be great if we didn't have to worry about documentation. But unfortunately, it is something we do have to worry about. It is something that is required, and it is something that we get paid to technically do. It is part of our job is to document, and that doesn't mean document bad. That means document correctly, like. The company I mean, that's a major point at school, also. too. Yeah. And so, like, you're liable for what's in your note. Like, and if you're not upgrading and updating anything, like, you're not actually providing correct information. That's a legal medical documentation right there. And if you got people who go back to look at something and that's all they see is glute sets for two months, and then they find out, like, oh, no, I was doing way more high-intensity stuff, like, that's not going to match up correctly. And then you're going to be held liable for not updating something. So it's just, it's, and then on top of it, how is that person now getting proper care? Because I didn't find out till the very end that they were doing way more intense stuff. Cause they were like, Oh yeah, you took it easy on me today. And I'm like, what do you mean? I just did what was, you know, literally just and, ran back what you did yesterday. Yeah. And they're like, Oh no, they had me doing a lot more. And I'm like, Oh, Okay. That, that is, would have been nice to know. Yeah. And it's not on the patient's job to tell us what they're doing. That's why we have documentation. Um, but yeah, so communication is key. Written, verbally, um, nonverbal is, you know, also important. It's like just um, kind of like the eyebrows, like, mm-hmm. like, just like what the, the, heck are the you look. Doing? Um <laughs> but it is, and you know, we're all here to work together and there's not always good ways to go about it. Like I said, I don't have, I've been dealing with some of these issues since the get-go and I don't have a good answer on how to fix it because unfortunately a lot of that's got to also come from higher up within the company in order to fix it. And I, I don't know if that's going to be the case of we'll, we'll see that. And hopefully over time as we also, you know, we get to kind of set some of our boundaries a little bit. Um, the one nice thing about being in need is if you don't like where you're working right now, in most places, you can find another job somewhere else. Doesn't always mean grass is greener on the other side, though, guys. Don't don't try to quote me on that and be like, well, Laura said if I was unhappy, go go somewhere else. And this place is worse. So Laura, you you can quote Laura. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. But it, it is just definitely something to think about, like. You know, that's the one nice thing about being in demand right now. And I don't know if this is for all areas, but it's definitely at least out here in um, Nevada, there is a desperate need right now. So, And I I would say that most of these gripes are probably with outpatient. Like, I'm sure each setting has Mm -hmm. its own little 
set of frustrations. I remember like working inpatient. I don't really think we ever had a problem with documentation because, I mean, the nurses did a great job. Uh, when we did our notes, like we had dedicated yeah. time. We did like how far they ambulated with what device, what kind of gate pattern. Like we did the works. I don't know if it was kind of a, a show thing while I was there or not, but like the, a lot of the problems that I would have right now, I wouldn't have that problem in an acute care center. Like no one's going to move a patient over to me because I'm already somewhere in the hospital taking care of the charts of the patients I already have. I'm supposed to see. Yeah. So I think a I've lot had... of these communications, it, it really falls apart when you have extremely high volume. Cause I mean, something always gets missed. Like we're human. The mistakes oh, are yeah. going to be made and it's, it's fine. Like we all understand. Um, if you have like back to back patients, that's when it gets a little iffy as well. Cause you get fall behind on your documentation. Sometimes it's hard to catch a therapist before they go in somewhere because they're also back to back to back. Mm-hmm. So I think each setting has its own gripes. So kind of just take care of what you can, communicate the best that you can. I think a lot of this episode was, I wouldn't say, I mean, I guess I would like kind of negative in a way about the field. This isn't all the time. I think this is just kind no. of the accumulation of the, Probably what close to eight years we have together of experience. Mm -hmm. More than that, if you include tech and previous work that's not PTA related. Well, and there's, yeah, I was about to say I'm technically almost that on my own. Yeah. I mean, I'm close to, I mean, seven seven or eight in the field and then three practicing, but. So, I mean, but, we're still in here. We're still we're still doing it. Yeah. So we and do enjoy like, the feel, but there's just yeah. moments. And that's going to be with any job you go anywhere. There's always going to be little things. So today we kind of just discussed some of those things that have recently mm-hmm. and in the past just kind of brought that little irk moment. Yeah. And again, like I said, like with my big irk that I kind of went off on is, I don't know how it can change right now, but it's definitely something that I kind of personally am on the lookout for of adjusting and how can we change that mindset a little bit. And it doesn't mean we need to come across harsh or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but definitely communication. And it can be as simple as like, hey, if you guys are going to move someone over, please just come talk to me a little bit. Let me know why or, you know, who or, you know, give me an input. Make me a value player in my own schedule a little bit too. So um, there's definitely ways. And over time, you know, you'll figure out what works best for you and what can irk me or what can irk Ken might not irk you. But, you know, something else like not cleaning a a bed might irk someone. So uh, the best best thing is just to communicate with your team. And it's okay to have those frustrating days. You just kind of walk off and you go, eh wasn't my day today i'll be in a better mood tomorrow or at least i'll try and so you can have those off moments and it's okay to get a little irritated like ken said we are human this job is not perfect but sometimes it's it's nice to at least kind of know you're not alone (laughs) but those things happen to other people too so well with that we'll wrap up this episode um, again, we're going to be releasing just one episode uh, for the month of December on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess now that we're here, are we going to do one this Friday or are we just going to? I was going to do this Friday. Friday. Right. So this Friday we'll first, have yeah. 
So we have an episode this Friday, and then after that, we're going to do one a week until the new year. But thanks for sticking around if you've made it this far and listened to our frustrations. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens and kind of hangs out with us. Uh, like Laura said, we kind of just do this for our enjoyment. And for now, we'll catch you guys on Friday. Yep. All right, guys. Have a great day, okay? Bye.